What's up you chicken nuggets, this is Mika back with another episode of The Color Pink. Now, in the last episode, I'm sure you all remember that um, I said see you in like 48 hours or something like that. It was the, I was about to take a long journey back to Germany from um, Montreal, Canada. And I thought that I was going to be back at a, in about 36 hours since I recorded that and like be able to do the podcast next morning not so what happened is I actually have a visa issue so I was at the border at Germany waiting to get in and they were like no we can't let you in because you've been working in Germany and you don't have a working permit now what I did was like it, it was a completely unintentional mistake i don't want to explain the details because it's not really related um but it's it's a it's a harmless mistake well i guess it's not harmless but it's a mistake a genuine mistake on my part on the company um the company's part um it's just not it's not uh it's not it's not right um yeah, like, so bottom line, I can't enter Germany. And I was sent to London by my company because there's an embassy here and I thought I could just um, come here and get my visa and then go back to Germany. It's, like, convoluted. I spent a night at the airport um, and, like, more a lot of time in the airport, actually. And it's it was uh, not opportune, but I thought that would be the end of it. Not so. Turns out, you can only apply for a visa in your country of re- legal residence. I'm not a legal resident of the UK. I'm just here as a tourist, quotation marks. So I have to go back to Malaysia. Now, Malaysia is basically half the world away from where I originally was. It's very far. And it's just, it's a, it's an, it's a, and I'll be there for weeks because we don't know how long this working visa will take. So this is a pain in the ass. Like, it's a big, big pain in the ass. You cannot imagine, like, how how tumultuous daily life is when you, when, when you, when you live this way. I guess, like, it's not as hectic as some days that I've had or many people already do have. But it's just not expected. It, it hits you out of nowhere and it just keeps compounding. I thought London would be the end of it. I thought the fuck, fuck, I thought when I spent the night at the airport, it would be the end of it. And I thought, after that, I thought, okay, I guess I'm going to London. I thought London would be the end of it. And now, it's like extending. So, basically, it's the longest trip home from Canada to Germany I've ever taken. It's going to take us like two weeks, um, maybe a bit more. It depends on these people and how long they take to process but what does that have to do with any of you guys well obviously this is a very huge unexpected event i don't just drop off like i was invisible online for the past three days you do realize that like even the days before i was posting at regular times it wasn't like very refined and polished i and i stopped posting anything altogether like since yesterday there's a reason for that it's not just because i felt fucking lazy it's because i literally was like sleeping in the airport 
across benches um, and I was moving back and forth I like sleep deprived falling asleep like standing even once or twice it was crazy and this is like a waking nightmare because I'm not really I haven't really packed to be on the open road like for this long and I certainly was not mentally ready to be subjected to all this um, and I don't know it's it's very very hard to deal with these things and I don't know some some here's here comes the educational part sorry I was about to launch into that but then I got caught up in the mess of these details again but what I wanted to say is these unexpected trials I think that they really show who you are as a person um, because they just catch you off guard and you know it's kind of in line with what they say like integrity is what you do when no one else is watching when you what you do when you're surprised when you are um, caught off guard that really shows you something about who you are I think I just become really like I don't know like blank I don't really think oops I don't really think that much and therefore I don't complain that much either it's just like I don't know my days have been marked by sleep deprivation but pretty soon I actually have to live a normal like my regular life kick kickstart the daily routine again from Malaysia which is something that I have not done in a very long time and certainly I was a different person the last time I was living there so it's gonna be very interesting and by interesting I mean not interesting really but you know what it's it's kind of it's kind of fine it's not too bad because I get to see my family and shit and I just got actually pretty excited just thinking about it but anyway um I don't know what to tell you this is one of those things and this is a common theme as we go along this podcast but this is one of those things where I don't have it all figured out yet to be perfectly honest with you and I just want to put in my two cents and give you like something for the record so, because it's fun to, for me to look back on it later and see how much I've grown and also for you to give to give you some real world um, like this is this is actually happening to me y'all like I'm not I'm not just commenting on like someone else's life or making this up this is actually happening and I'm giving you the inside of my head as it's happening that's valuable um and if you want to hear a little bit more about the details stick around but after what i'm about to say that's probably the end of the educational part of this podcast so the last bit of educational shit um is i i want to say is the unexpected stuff like do it do it like you would if it were the best like some sometimes when i'm in the gym i think okay i'm just lifting a bar when i'm doing a deadlift just a bar so it's 20 kilos that's it but i'm gonna do it like it's 200 like do it the way that you would if it was the real deal and it's the same with these unexpected tests like do it as if you're there to you know crush it don't just do it for the sake of surviving it's like defense versus offense um I don't know if that thought's worth something to you. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Anyway, 
that was the episode of the color pink at least the educational section now henceforth from this point on will be the details stuff okay so if you guys are curious about my whole endeavor what happened was basically is a routine normal flight montreal to london london to munich and at munich i tried to um i tried to go in well actually before that i had a six hour transit or eight hour seven hour transit in london that's not okay oh before before okay so the flight from montreal to london that was a little bit of a weird flight because it was a hundred percent booked every single seat was taken according to the air stewardess it was also air transat which is a french airline i believe so the stewardesses were french and they spoke french um and there's also this really cute one that i didn't really get a chance to say hi to but the point is every time i leave canada it's very hard it's very hard for me to leave canada because i have only ever left when i'm leaving a lot of really really close people behind so you've heard of megan uh before my friend from my favorite cafe in the world drunken october cat she um in edmonton by the way she's she lives in edmonton I went there to visit her. That's one of the big reasons I went to Edmonton. That's the only reason I went to Edmonton, is to visit all my friends. And so, after I went to Montreal to meet my sister, who was also there with my biological family, just checking out colleges. But I only saw her for like 36 hours. Then I was flying back. Montreal to London, the first part of the journey. Full flight. I got seated next to this lady and her two kids. Now, this wouldn't be a problem because I used to really not be able to stand children below the age of about mm, 14, 13. Okay, like if they're really well behaved, like 12. Be- children, be- well behaved children below the age of like 12. I can't, I can't really like, I can't really do it. But this, this, this lady had like two, one five-year-old and one like three-year-old, it must have been. And... I, I was already like starting to get ticked off, but I just retreated into myself a bit and started look and started um thinking about my family and as we were taking off, it kind of reached a climax in this in my head, so I started full on crying. Like good thing it was dark, and like I I just started crying because I don't like leaving these people behind. And um. As soon as lights came on, this the stewardess, of course it's the cute stewardess, she came up to me and she started asking me like questions, like heavy, thick French accent, so I couldn't really understand her, so I had to keep asking her like to repeat herself. And it was awkward because I was crying and she was like, <laughs> really cute, it was distracting. But um, she asked if I could move seats so that like the lady, the lady next to me could have more space with her kids because at that point if i were to sit next to her and her kids her the baby would be sitting on her lap which is totally fine by airline safety standards but it's just uncomfortable and hard for her to sleep so basically the stewardess had an empty seat somewhere and she wanted to just swap that empty seat with mine just so that you know the the mother can actually have both her children sitting in their own seat so i said fine why the hell not and so I get to my other seat, my replacement seat. First thing I notice, I get in there. It's a middle seat. I fucking hate middle seats because you get the worst of both. Like both people on your uh, people on both sides think that their their armrest that is on either side of you is theirs, 
and so you kind of have to sit with like your elbows tucked into yourself and your shoulders are constantly rubbing other people's it's really uncomfortable like window you can lean over against the plane aisle you can lean out of your seat but in the middle you're 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 fucked and so this seat was near the emergency exit and thus it was tinier than usual it was narrow yo like i couldn't sit in the seat without my shoulders literally spilling over the edge it was very very uncomfortable on my right there was a guy who was probably six and a half feet tall so he's a big guy and he's in this tiniest seat obviously it didn't work with me next to him and on the left is this really grumpy like i think she's a spanish lady or some shit like she's really she was really just like arresting bitch face and soon i found out she's an asshole too like she just did not like me in her personal space at all i'm like dude i'm like an above average sized human being and this seat is not an average sized seat what do you what do you expect me to do so eventually she complained to me like often enough that i just like got out of my seat and just stood like i stood for the flight was six hours from montreal to london i probably stood for about four and a half basically aside from takeoff and landing i was standing up do you know what standing for four hours is like that is incredibly uncomfortable after like the first hour and a half it was really it was probably one of the worst flights i've ever taken jeez it was so bad um so I was already kind of rattled from that. I was supposed to sleep on that flight, but I ain't sleeping while I'm standing. Then I had a seven-hour transit in London. That screws you up. I thought I liked transits, but this airport was full of shit. Like, there's nothing. London Gatwick Airport. It's, a full, it's full of shit. There's nothing really there, outside at least, that you can do. And I couldn't check in because I had to wait like up till like three hours before or two hours before. So it's kind of pointless. And it screwed up my sleeping even further. Um, and then I went from uh, London to Munich. That was fine. But at Munich, I got stopped by border control because I, they wouldn't let me in without a working visa. If I'm working there. And they say, like, oh, you, you're, not, you're working without a working visa. Fuck you. And um, so I got stopped. I spent the night in the airport and spent most of the day in the airport as well just wandering around and then I made it to London oops I made it to London just like about less than 24 hours ago and the accommodation that my company booked for me in London they paid for it so thank god but the accommodation that they booked jeez like it's it's something else like i don't think i've stayed in a place that's as as shitty the room itself the place where you sleep is fine it's clean it's like it works but it's just like cheap you can tell they're saving money on everything like first of all the kind of people who stay here because it's this budget kind of accommodation that's the part that makes this like not so nice because if it were regular decent people it would be just simple i would call it humble but because the people who stay here i would it's shoddy so like the, you know it's just the people that like are kind of shady and like smoking 
three packs of cigarettes a day, hence they are broke, and they, so they come and stay at this budget place. The thing that really stuck out to me about how budget this accommodation in London is, is the shower. You know, you know those like tabs where you press and it'll slowly, like, it'll slowly slow down so that you only use like that much water. So it saves water, right? You can't accidentally leave it on because you press it once, and it'll run for about five seconds and it'll stop. And you press it again if you want to use it again. The shower is like that. Like, you press it, it runs for a bit, and then you, it stops. It's like seven or five seconds. You have to keep pressing the damn shower. That's not cool, because I take long showers. And, you like, why? You have to press it every, like, five or seven. Jeez, it's not, it's not okay. That, that ticked me off. The light in the bathroom is by motion sensor. So, like... You're in the shower, the curtain's drawn, obviously nothing, there's no movement beyond the curtain where the sensor is, so while you're showering, it'll go dark a few times. Like, they're so stingy about their resources that that's what they do, that's ridiculous, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's, it's, it's just real funny how budgety this place is. Uh... Yeah, it's and now I'm and now I'm waiting. I'm spending another night in London because tomorrow morning, presumably, I'll be flying to Malaysia. The journey to Malaysia is not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. It's like a twenty-hour journey, a good twenty hours. Plus the fact that I don't do well in hot weather, and it's about thirty-five something degrees in Penang, uh, Malaysia. That is not cool. Like, oh my god! But, but, but. It's, it's, it's fine because, I mean, there's nothing else I can do. So, basically, within the span of a week, I would have been, I will have been to six major cities. Montreal, London, Munich, whatever shit, like Malaysia. Uh, it's, it's just very tiring and thus... That is why I haven't been recording or putting out any content for a few days. It's 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 a legitimate reason. I hope you find you agree. Anyway, that was the episode of the color pink. I hope uh this is over. I, I no, you know what? I hope that I I actually learn to deal with this a little bit better soon. Um because I've kind of been a little bit of a baby about it. I do admit. And yeah, it just it'll just take me some time. Anyway, goodbye.